gentlemen welcome to the second episode of the wizards apprentice podcast i am your host seth and welcome i am really excited for what we have today question of the day how can i as a player prepare for a session but first i want to tell you about what you're listening to the wizards apprentice podcast is designed for players and dms alike to get short informational and purposeful talks that help make DD more enjoyable and smooth With talks from world building, character creation, practical guides on monsters, and much more, we are dedicated to improving your game. So, to repeat again, the question of the day is, how can I, as a player, prepare for a session? We got a lot to talk about, so let's go ahead and jump on in. Misconception is that all the prep for a session falls on the DM. That is not true. Um, Oftentimes, it is the players who make the story more than the DM. Uh, Because the DM, while they create the world and its inhabitants, it is the player's story after all. They are the protagonists and have a pivotal role in the game itself. And so if we let just the DM prepare the sessions, it can make it really hard for the game to chug along at the pace that everyone wants it to. And so players can help assist their DM, not necessarily with planning encounters and stuff, but we'll talk about what we can do to help our DMs move the game forward. And not only does that help them and eases the amount that they have to prepare, but also it makes that game more enjoyable. We feel more integrated, more like we're a part of the game. So let's go ahead and let's talk about what the common D&D table looks like when it comes to preparation for a game. So we'll start with the DM. What does the DM do for a D&D game? Well, they plan the encounters, they do the world building, they make the NPCs, they act as the leader of the table, right? So they're kind of keeping the game moving and stuff. Uh, They actually run the game itself during the actual session. They try to keep everyone engaged and keep them feeling involved. They oftentimes will host and they oftentimes will be the ones that provide food for the party. Um, So that's a lot. Let's look at what a player does. Uh, show up. They 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 will just show up. And that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. You know, you could do worse. They could not show up, right? Um, but that's what the expectation is for a lot of D&D parties. And that's that's kind of sad. That's, that's, kind of, that's a bit of a bummer for the DMs because they're having to do so much work to put on this game. Um, we can help as players. So not only does this put great stress on the DM, the DM, but it can make games feel really one-sided, like it's the DM show and the players are just living in it. But that's not true. The players are able to assist the DM in keeping the game moving, and that allows everyone to feel involved, everyone to feel incorporated into the actual game itself. So let's talk about a couple things that a player can do to help the DM with preparation, and then we'll talk about what a player should be preparing for. So a couple of examples. A player can host um, if players... Uh, have a house uh, that that they're willing to let the party come in and hang out in. That is a great way to help the DM say, hey, don't worry about it. Just come over to my house and I'll take care of it. Um, they can also bring food and snacks and drinks. Uh, there's a couple of ways that parties can do this. Either you have one person just take care of it that week. They're the snack captain and maybe that role goes around to different people 
or maybe you guys each just bring a small little thing or oh, I got, I got, I'll, I'm going to bring root beer. I'm going to bring chips. Okay. I'm going to bring, uh, corn dogs or whatever. I don't know. Um, y'all bring that together potluck style and everyone kind of brings a little bit. Um, those are food is a great way to bond with people. Um, and so using food in that, in that sense of, Hey DM, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of the food. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of driven by food. So good food gets me really, really going. So that's a great way to help the DM. Um, a player at the beginning of a campaign can offer to help the DM build lore for their character. So obviously you come up with the backstory for your character, but oftentimes they'll just say, Oh, I'm from uh, this town and this is what happened. And my parents died and it was tragic. And then now I'm on the run from this, from this dude. Uh, what they can do instead is say, hey, is there a place you don't have fully world built, like fully finished yet? Can I actually help you make it? Um, I have a couple ideas for what I want. And so uh, in my campaign right now, I kind of started with a blank idea of, okay, they're on this continent and something bad happens and they go to this continent. And there's a war on the continent they left and it's kind of following them. And But beyond that, I didn't really have much. Uh, my players, as we sat down for the session zero, they came up with ideas for the characters. And then as they built them and over the week before the session one, we all sat down and I got to call them and talk with them for like 20, 30 minutes each. And they just told me about their character and about what they wanted, where they're from. They told me about the lore of, of where they wanted to be from. And so I started with a kind of bare bones uh, box for what I wanted the world to be like. And by the end of the week, I hadn't really made a whole lot, but my players helped me create the world and it felt so much more rich and lived in and they felt so rewarded for doing that because they saw the fruits of their labor by me saying yeah the collectors these warforged uh that are going after these rogue uh warforged that were uh, leaving the war um they're going after you guys and they're like oh my gosh i made that thing oh my gosh that's so like their hearts like pounding because they're like oh no this is my fault but in a really cool way so um a player helping the DM build the lore for the world is awesome. A player can also offer to bring items a D&D uh, DM may not have or needs. So examples for that can be uh, miniatures, battle mats, um, extra dice. I hope that a DM has enough dice. Um, it can bring pencils for the party, stuff like that. We'll uh, kind of take that off the DM's plate. Hey, don't worry about it. Uh, I have some. Or do you need some? Is there a certain monster that you wanted to run today or something? Um, I won't tell a party kind of thing. It, that can be fun. It can also, again, help the game run better because the DM's not having to scramble to try and find those things or ramshackle something together. Um, players can take notes and help keep track of initiative. Um, they can also help uh, help run NPCs during combat encounters to lessen the amount that the DM has to run. Because if, if an NPC is traveling with the party and... You have some pretty competent players, DMs. You can absolutely ask one of your competent players, hey man, could you run this NPC? I'll give you a stat block and you just kind of take him and uh, roll initiative for him and use him in the uh, in the fight. That'll help me um, you know, not have to worry about that. That can be a great, great way to let them contribute and jump in and help out with everything uh, that is happening. Players can also give the spotlight to other party members um, to help the game uh, feel diversified and who's kind of run like I say running it, but who is getting the spotlight? Uh, DMs will try their absolute hardest to let every single player get the spotlight. A good DM, a DM who really wants all players to feel included and involved, will try their hardest to get everyone in there. Sometimes it's hard though. 
let's say it's a stealth mission or stealth like it's it's a session where you guys are creeping around and, and, and stuff it's hard to give the paladin that that sense of like oh yeah you're sneaking around you're so cool it's kind of like well everyone did just fine the paladin though he's 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 not doing too hot he's kind of you know he passed one uh, stealth check and he's gonna just stay there um players you guys can you guys are creative i mean you guys made these super cool characters you guys can find we can find ways to incorporate our friends our other players in the story and have them feel included as well it can really help a dm who was instead of saying like oh man i have to find a way to let the paladin uh feel included in this and the rogue can say actually i have an idea hey paladin try this and the paladin's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And the rogue's like, ah, there's a cool role play moment. And then he, the the rogue brings the paladin into the spotlight with him. And that's a really awesome way to let not only take things off the DM shoulders, but also we're incorporating. It's a team. It's a team game. You guys are playing together. And so whenever we act and work together, it is a great feeling, not only for the players, but for the DM as well, who's like a proud parent watching their kids grow up. So with that being said, let's take a look at what now a player to DM ratio of preparation might look like. Um, so the DM, they plan encounters for the session. They're preparing for the session itself. They uh, world build. Um, the party also world builds a little bit with them. If, of course, there are some things that the that the DM's going to keep secret. You know, some cool ancient tech or whatever that the party will soon unveil. You know, that's part of the mystery of the world. You can't know everything about it. Um, the DM creates NPCs, the DM runs, uh, the actual session, uh, and then they can host and they can provide food. The players, they show up, they help world build, they help create NPCs that are relevant to their characters. They can help create encounters that are relevant to their characters. Maybe that there's like, oh, my, my father is this, uh, really rich and eccentric knight and he doesn't want me to leave the town and as soon as we try and leave the town he's actually going to try and stop us well that's a cool that's a cool little encounter a little escape counter little um like how how could you do this kind of thing that could be really fun for a party and it, and you telling the dm that the dm could say oh that's dude that's great i'm just going to write that in um they can also host and they can also bring food uh they can incorporate their fellow players into the game they can take notes for the dm and they can help the dm run some of their encounters regarding npcs and keeping track of an initiative i would not show the stat blocks of my monsters to my to my players uh those are things that are best kept secret uh but there's a lot of things that my players can do to help me run my games that is so much more balanced there's so much more uh involvement from everybody the players aren't just showing up but now everyone gets to be incorporated and everyone, I feel like everyone has, they have a hand on the wheel. Everyone has a hand on the wheel and you guys are moving this game together instead of the the DM trying to drag the party there. And uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and let's talk about what a player should do to be prepared for a session. So those are things that, that the DM has to prepare for that the players can help kind of lift off the DM shoulders. But this is what I think a, a player should be prepared to do um, whenever the time comes for their session. Uh, number one, a player's character sheet should be updated. You should be leveled up. You should be long rested. Uh, abilities, items, features, and traits should all be counted for. Uh, you should know uh, what's on your character sheet, and you should not only that, but you should also understand what it does. Um, 
So that obviously, if you have questions, don't hesitate to ask your DM or ask other players that might know that. Oh, you play? I've never played a warlock before. Have you? Yeah, I played one. Let me tell you about it. Let me let me talk to you about invocations because that that stuff can be really complicated. D and D is not a super simple game, but we all have to work together. But if you are able to, having your character sheet prepared and ready to go, and understanding what's on it is a great way to just say, all right, I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to start. Um, a player should know how to play their character. Um, that's why it's called a player. You are playing this character. Again, that does not mean that if you have questions, you just kind of keep it in and just try and suck it up. Ask questions if you have them. Um, that being said, a player should reach out to the DM about relevant questions, comments, or concerns prior to the game. By doing that outside of the game, it does two things. One, the DM, the DM's a little excited about that. People thinking about their games that they work hours on and having players say, hey man, I'm super excited for this week. I have a quick question about my character. That, 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 that gives us warm little butterflies. Um, that's really cool. So that's great. But also, it helps, keeps the ball, it helps keep the ball rolling. Um, it allows you and the DM to be on the same page walking into a session instead of saying during the break in between the, the combat encounter and the role play encounter, you're going, Hey DM, I wanted to tell you about something really quick about my character. The DM's probably getting set up and he's probably like, uh, yeah, what's up? And it, 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 it may be a split attention and he may not give you, he might be, they may not, they may, let me try that again. They may not be able to give you their best, um, because of just the environment. So reaching out to them beforehand can be a great way to make sure that you are getting their best and they're and you're giving your best. Another thing that they sh- uh, that players should do is they should know where they left off last week. Of course, if you missed a week, that happens. You know what you can do is you can ask a player, text them, be like, "Hey, man, what happened last week? Could you tell me about it?" Um, a player can take notes and then help bring everyone up to speed during the session. Um, this is the house rule of the day. The house rule of the day is what I like to call the journal. So every party member, I have, I've given them all, like I bought like these 50 cent dollar notebooks and I gave one to each of my players in a pencil and I said, hey man, you guys take notes because at the end of every session, I'm going to appoint somebody who's going to rec- recount what happened this session as if their player, their character is writing a journal. And so then the next week, that character will then recall what happened from their from their perspective. The paladin rec- is recalling um, the cool um, the the cool water serpent that they all fought, and how they're now renowned in the town that they're in, and that there's this cool tournament starting up pretty soon. And hearing that not only from the character's perspective, but knowing that the player paid enough attention to that, it makes it it makes it really easy for me to just kind of pick up as they're leaving off. And it also allows the party to feel invested. Like, oh, dude, I get to start. I get to start off the session. Um, I will reward a player with inspiration by doing that. Um, saying, hey, if you don't have inspiration, you definitely have it now, um, because that was a great. That was a great review. And also, I give them other little things like, hey, that was really cool. Take a take a take a level one healing potion. That was awesome. That was really fun. So by doing all of those things, uh, we are actually taking pressure off the DM. Um, it allows the DM to focus on making a better game for us, for us players. Um, and then we're able to walk in the next session saying, I I feel invested in this game now because it's it's my game too. 
Um, I'm not taking credit for the DM and the hard work that they put into this game, but I am recognizing that me and my fellow players, we put effort into this game too. And we we want this to be a good game, and we're willing to put an effort to make it succeed. And that is a great, great way to not only encourage your DM, but you're encouraging your fellow players by investing, and the game overall is improved by everyone working together. So, with those things, what should you be prepared to bring to the table? What actual things, objects, should you bring with you to the table? So there are there are a couple of things, four things that are absolutely necessary to actually play D&D. One is dice. You need to bring dice or someone needs to bring dice for you or you, you have a roller on your phone that does it for you. Um, obviously, we prefer our actual dice because those are awesome. So you, have, you, need, you need dice. You need your character sheet because without that, you have no idea what your character is actually doing. Uh, you need some way to update your character sheet, whether it's online and you have um, you have a, like a Apple Pen and your Apple Pencil and you're revising your your thing on your iPad, or it's just straight paper and pen and or paper and pencil. Don't use a pen, please. Don't use a pen on your character sheet. Um, and you have a pencil and you are revising your character as you guys are going. Those are necessary for you to actually play D and D. There are other things that you can bring that are not necessary, but they're nice to have. Uh, one thing is that you can bring dice trays. Um, a dice tray is something that you roll in that keeps your dice from rolling all over the table. Um, I bring two with me every single time I play. One, I hold on my dice in, and the other one I use to roll my dice. So they're staying in one spot, and then they roll into another, and I just kind of take it and dump them back in. Uh, it's a great way to keep my stuff from going everywhere. Um, cause I usually am DMing. I don't want my stuff sprawled out all over the table. So that's a good thing. You can also bring extra dice to share, um, dice to share with your players, your fellow, uh, party members, uh, pencils for party members. If you know that they're not going to probably have any, um, you could bring stuff for the DM. So miniatures, battle mats, maybe they need some markers. Um, ask your DM, Hey, is there anything I can do to help you prepare for this session? That is the best question ever. So pro tip, if you want to get on your, on your DM's good side, um, ask them, hey, uh, it's like three hours before the session. I'm super excited. Is there anything I can do to help you for this session? And you know what they're going to say? They're, probably, they're going to say probably not. But what they might say is, dude, I am so tired. Uh, could, you, could you get me like an energy drink or something? If you do that for them, dude. They not only not I mean of course you're you're helping you're helping your DM you're helping your friend out but that that is so important the, there's this is a game that you're working together not only you guys but the DM and doing that and being friends with each other outside of it and w- being willing to lean in with each other can be so so awesome. Um, other stuff that you might want to bring food and snacks kind of on that same vein. Um, if you have some chips in the fridge, uh, not in the, I hope, wow, in the fridge, in the pantry, <laughs> uh, you could take those and bring them over, and no one's gonna say no to some to some nice uh, barbecue chips and stuff like that. If you have soda, you could bring that. Um, these can be announced or unannounced, um, but if ev- but if everyone brings in just a little bit, I mean, the only thing better than playing D and D is playing D and D when you got food. That that's that's science. Uh, it, it, food makes anything better. So that's a great way to do it. Um, bringing any relevant books for your character um, or for the table itself. So uh, a player's handbook um, is quintessential. It's called the player's handbook. So it's um, it's a great way to keep your 
yourself knowledgeable about what your character is able to do. Um, relevant books like Xanathar's Guide to Everything, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, um, those are going to be useful for uh, maybe special rules about your subclass or your race. Um, like Volo's Guide to Monsters, they have some uh, races in there like uh, Fearbolgs and Goliaths and stuff like that. That could be a great way to keep uh, all that stuff with you so that whenever you have a question, you can just flip the book open and find it right there. It's super easy. Um, and yeah, with that out of the way, that's everything that I have for today. My encouragement to you guys is this. Players, if you are putting in effort, a DM will see that. Uh, if you are putting in effort to help them, a DM will see that and they will appreciate that a lot. And that can really, really help a DM. Uh, so I encourage you in that sense to, um, if you want to help your DM out, they're going to appreciate it. Um, and D they, they will appreciate it and they'll try their hardest to reciprocate with a really, really good game. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Wizards Apprentice Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Wizards Apprentice Podcast. And we will see you guys next time.